This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to today's independent travel podcast with me, Simon Calder. Here we are. There we are. That's Transport for London telling you what is happening. I'm outside Waterloo Underground Station, actually on the concourse at Waterloo Overground Station. And from Sunday evening, the 7th of January, right through to Friday morning, the 12th of January, there will not be, in the words of the kinks, millions of people swarming like flies around Waterloo Underground because we have another strike involving members of the RMT union. The Transport for London management have offered them a 5% pay rise, which they say is full and final. Compared with that, the RMT union says it is insufficient that uh, bosses are being unduly rewarded while the passengers are expected to, rather staff are expected to uh, work for insufficient cash. Caught in the middle, as always, is the passenger. And just to give you a picture of where we are, there has been widespread disruption here at London Waterloo on the trains. At Great Western Railway's main London hub across at London Paddington, it has been awful um, with cancellations pretty much from Thursday evening, partly due to flooding on a number of lines, partly due to, uh, sadly, a fatality west of Reading Station. So it is today the 5th uh, day in a row since the start of the year when we have seen major disruption. There's also um, various uh, problems, for instance, between Charing Cross and Hastings. So lots and lots of disruption, and now we're going to get more. And just to give you some idea of what's going to be happening, the RMT union is doing what, I guess, ASLEF did last time when they went on strike at the start of December, which is having a sort of rolling strike. And I'm just going to tell you what is going to be happening. So, uh, engineering train drivers are going to strike on the 5th and the 6th. That's today and tomorrow. Nobody with the greatest respect is probably going to notice much difference. It will, however, disrupt planned engineering works. Then, on Sunday and Monday, we have RMT members in London Underground Limited's network control functions who will be going on strike. Then on the 9th and the 11th, that is on Tuesday and on Thursday, members in the tube's signalling and service control functions will be taking action and all other RMT members uh, will be striking on the 10th and the 8th of January. Got those the wrong way round, 8th and the 10th. And that is going to cause, in the words of the, uh, the Transport for London, um, massive disruption. They are saying um, 
there will be severe disruption with very, very few trains, um, little or no tube service expected to run from Monday to Thursday. On the edges, you, you are being asked to complete your journey by 5.30 on Sunday, um, although lines serving the Emirates Stadium in North London will try to remain open longer. And then finally on Friday, when it's all over, tube services will start later than normal with a good service expected by 12 noon. Now, what about alternatives? That's the key thing. Lots of people asking me, for instance, about how do you get to Heathrow? Well, even though there will not be any trains on the Piccadilly line, very likely, the Elizabeth line is going mostly to be working. There could well be times in central London between Bond Street and Whitechapel, stations which are effectively looked after by uh, London underground staff, when train stations will open late and close early. But there will be trains going through to London Heathrow, and that remains the most uh, uh, economical way of getting there, even though it costs twice as much as the tube. The Elizabeth line is going to be extremely busy because it's going to be doing all the heavy lifting, for instance, carrying everybody who would normally be on the central line as well as its normal passengers. Uh, the London Underground system will be working, uh, which is going to be useful if you happen to be um, wanting to travel on those particular bits. But be warned that there is going to be disruption, unfortunately, to a number of tube lines or underground lines where they share tracks with uh, London Underground and that will affect particularly Chiltern Railways between London, Marylebone and Great Missenden. It's also going to have an effect in various other parts of the network. All in all, of course, it's the very last thing that any passenger needs at a time when confidence in public transport, particularly the railways, is at an all-time low well, things are going to get quite a lot worse, I fear, before they get better. Next week, Tube Strikes permitting, the Executive Committee of ASLEF, the Train Drivers Union, will be meeting and I'm expecting them to announce some industrial action for later in January. Ah, oh, can't wait to stop being the bearer of bad timings. Meanwhile, just remember, from Sunday evening to Friday morning, assume no tubes in London. Goodbye.